She had a lot of operations experience, three years to be exact, inside of a company and said, you know what, I want to dabble in the VC world. I like the risk reward profile there better than private equity. Jumped into Vertex, which is part of a much larger organization. She focuses really on United States, US-based companies and has partners in other parts of the world. Made some significant bets or bets or other partners involved early, early at Facebook. They made other infrastructure bets or infrastructure optimization bets like Cloudera, Security, Perimeter X, things like that. So exciting, fun to be a part of 150 million bucks is what they're deploying. Uh, again, writing, you know, Series A checks typically between one and 10 million bucks. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Eva Ku. She's an investor at Vertex Ventures, an early stage venture fund focused on enterprise technology. She has over a decade of experience in helping to build, scale, and advise growing technology companies. Most recently, she led operations for Lux Valet, a venture-backed on-demand startup. Before that, she was an investment banker at Goldman Sachs. Eva, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Let's do it. They know I have to be careful on this. I always get killed when I have what what they call the dark side on the show. You know, usually it's founders and folks operators, but you're on the flip side, right? Yeah. Oh no. You were an <laughs> operator, though, right? Tell me briefly. Was Lux kind of your only your only experience on the operation side? Yeah, it was. Um, and I joined early when we were, you know, working out of a, a loft apartment with ten people, you know, sit, crowded around a couple desks. So I felt like I got the true experience from that. Do you have equity? Uh, Yes. Okay, good. So you were early enough to get equity. So that counts then. How long were you there? How many years? Uh, almost three. Okay, good. And so break down kind of where was your head at at the end of year three where you said, you know what, I want to kind of jump into the investing side. You know, to be honest, um, and I'm sure any entrepreneur will tell you this, I was extremely burnt out um, towards the end. Um, and so even though I think a lot of my, my heart is really in the operating world, I love building things. Um, and helping scale cool ideas. But um, I also thought it would be interesting to get a look on the other side of the table because when I was at Lux, um, I was actually a, um, I sat on our board. And so I had a lot of across the table experience from our investors and wanted to see what the other world looked like. That makes a lot of sense. So why Vertex? Um, As often happens, um, it was like kind of luck and happenstance. Um, So the head of people at my startup um, happens to be married to one of my current partners. So um, as I was talking to her about um, moving into venture, she suggested that we chat and we immediately clicked. So it made sense. And so tell me more about the fund and what sector you're focused on. So how much are you managing and what was the last fund size? Sure. So um, our fund is $150 million. Um, it's focused, again, early stage on the enterprise tech or B2B sector. Um, and so while we're actually based in Silicon Valley, we're part of a global network of funds under the Vertex name, which with separately managed funds in China, Israel, India, and Southeast Asia. Is there a parent's LP that kind of plows money into all those things, kind of like what Draper does or no? Yeah. So we share the same anchor investor um, in Vertex Holdings, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Tomasek, the Singapore-based um, investment company. And does that does that change your model in terms of time horizon that people might see at other VC firms or no? You're, you're very similar. Very similar. Um, okay. Um, and, and in fact, there's very little, um, you know, there's kind of very little co-sharing of information, especially confidential information across funds. So we operate completely autonomously from the quote unquote mothership. I see. So tell me about maybe the last deal you did. Are you typically leading deals or you're syndicating it on the back end or minority investor? What's your structure like? So we typically like to um, lead deals. I'm, I'm sure we'll get into you know the current state of the, the venture world. But the reality is that there's a lot of VC funds out there with a lot of capital behind them. Um, and so we do end up co-leading deals as well. Mm-hmm. What was the last one? Can you tell me what the last one you did? Um, 
A more recent one um, would be Astound. Um, if we led uh, or co-led their Series A, and um, they're basically applying machine learning and natural language processing to automate the handling of employee IT help desk issues like password reset or like the customer service world where there's a lot of this 80-20 rule. Most people are coming in with the same questions over and over again. So you're trying to automate these routine tasks. Um, but we've found um, because there's a lot of work left to be done in the abilities and capabilities of AI that it's actually useful to start um, from an internal perspective where there's probably um, less high barriers. Walk me through. I mean, how are you all the all the VCs that I've spoken to today? I mean, what they're telling me is, you know, I talked to, you know, the guys that led Pendo's last round and they're just saying, look, on the hot companies, you just you're, you're, you just have to overpay. I mean, you've got this hundred billion dollar vision fund, right, to top it all off. How are you still making rational decisions with the capital you've got? Um, I will say that is a constant struggle because, you know, what happens in the venture industry, there's a lot of groupthink, um, which naturally happens. And so a lot of people are kind of moving into the same spaces and industries at the same time, um, which leads to a lot of hype, um, which leads to a lot of bid up valuations. And so um, you have to constantly be, um, you know, treading a fine line of being true to your own, um, you know, your own valuation metrics, but also not being afraid to pay up for something that's actually worth it. Yep. Um, which again, at the time, it's very difficult to know <laughs> which which case is happening, but um, but it's a constant reevaluation. What check are you typically writing and do you like to stay at series A, B, C or seed? Where do you like to focus? So we've done everything from incubate companies um, up to kind of uh, series B stage. So we primarily float around series A, I would say. Um, and our typical check sizes are probably in the one to 10 million range, but closer to the bottom half of that. Okay. And how much ARR? I mean, do you like to see a certain amount of ARR just so it's de-risked? Not necessarily because I, like I said, we've done incubation projects as well. Um, but we basically, we tend to, um, the higher revenue dollars are more important in industries where we don't have a lot of our own past expertise. So we're kind of also counting on the market to help us diligence, um, the, you know, the market and the buyers. Um, but on in areas where we have a ton of experience, which has historically been a lot of deep infrastructure and DevOps, um, then we're in cybersecurity. We're comfortable doing that at much earlier stages with what much are, less traction. Sorry to cut you off. What are some of your cybersecurity investments? We've had a lot of them on the on the show from Malwarebytes came on, No Before with Stu has come on, some of them potentially IPOing soon. What exposure do you have? So we have um, a couple companies, but one of them is Perimeter X. Um, and they basically... Um, protect your website against web scraping and scalping and account takeover from um, bots, from bot attacks. Um, and then we have another small investment in a company called um, FIDE, F-Y-D-E, um, and they're basically trying to prevent mobile um, or hacks on mobile phones, again, related a lot to account takeover. Interesting. Do you, I noticed both those companies, one's San Mateo, one's Palo Alto. Do you have any sector focus in terms of geography or no? So as part of, you know, I mentioned previously that we are part of a global network. So we, because there's coverage in other parts of the world, we focus primarily in the U.S. I see. Um, within the U.S., um, we don't necessarily have any specific mandate. Um, but what often happens is talent is attracted to Silicon Valley. Um, and a lot of companies that um, that want to raise are in a position where they're, they're growing rapidly happen to, to be in our backyard. And so just easier for us to be hands-on investors when they're close by. When a CEO comes to you and is arguing for a really high valuation and you really want the deal, how do you negotiate with them? I mean, you basically, you start doing back of the envelope math and you talk to them about what they actually want. Um, 
because the reality is if they're trying to achieve a high valuation now, it's really setting them up to really need to meet or exceed expectations for their next stage. Um, and if they're not, if they don't actually have a line of sight to actually hitting those metrics and hitting those milestones, then they're setting themselves up for failure in a lot of ways. Um, and so it's more of a reality check. I think a lot of people think that getting a high valuation number, um, you know, is a great thing and draws a lot of attention and helps with the recruitment and all of those things are true. Um, but if you are in a position where you're going to need to raise future capital, you need to make sure your company is in a position um, to not have to do a down round later in the future. Yeah. The, uh, the reason I ask is I know many entrepreneurs, all they care about is valuation and VCs know that. So they'll give them the valuation, but then backfill the heck out of the terms. Right. And, 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 and then it bites them in the butt anyway. Right. So it's, it's a hard balance. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I, and I think the reality is you just need to speak through exactly what their aims are with the capital and what the point of getting the high valuation is at the time. Yeah. Let me talk to you more just kind of one-on-one person to person from a, from a capitalist perspective. Uh, you have operation experience three years, obviously at a company, you decide to go into VC. If you're, and, and I know this probably isn't the only thing you're optimizing for, but if you're only optimizing for how does Eva get rich, why go mm-hmm. into VC instead of private equity, you know, a joint constellation of Vista equity, one of these guys. Um, it's really the idea of, getting in early and having a higher risk, uh, risk reward profile. So, um, yes, does a company, a firm like Vista, um, over a long period of time have a lot of like doubles and triples? Sure. Um, and that that's common at a, at a late stage private equity stage, um, investment, but earlier stages is when you can really see, um, a ton of upside. Um, unfortunately you also see a lot more downside because the companies have not yet been proven out. Um, but I think the risk reward profile is, is much higher, um, um, earlier stage. Yep. Last question here before we wrap up with also, the f- rather than going to Eva, sorry, continue. I didn't sorry, mean to cut you off. I was just saying, rather than go to a company, you know, like you're putting all your eggs in one basket versus having a portfolio of companies and having at least one of them be able to hit and return the fund. Yep. Yep. Uh, last question here, name a space that you're really excited about that you haven't yet placed a bet in. Um, we are really excited about industry, what, what people are calling industry 4.0 or the idea of basically, you know, bringing technology and digital innovation to the kind of non-tech world. Um, a lot of old industry sectors like agriculture, manufacturing, et cetera. Guys, there you have it. If you want Eva's money, go invent software for trash trucks. That's how you get exactly. her money. <laughs> All right, Eva, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Too big to fail. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, well, what's the Tesla guy's name? Elon Musk. <laughs> Tesla guy. I'm going we'll, to tweet at him and tell him you said that. Tesla guy. All right. Number, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building a business besides one that you're invested in? Um, Pipedrive. Pipedrive. Okay, good. Did you try and invest in those guys or no? No. Yeah. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um, somewhere between... Probably around six or seven. That's not bad. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Single. Single, no kiddos yet. Good. And do you mind me asking how old you are? 34 next month. Oh, happy early birthday. That's great. Yeah. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, my God. Um, try and figure out what you are best at and stop caring about what other people think of you. 
Guys, there you have it. Figure out what your best out stop best at. Stop worrying about what other people think. She had a lot of operations experience, three years to be exact, inside of a company. Then said, you know what? I want to dabble in the VC world. I like the risk reward profile there better than private equity. Jumped into Vertex, which is part of a much larger organization. She focuses really on United States, US based companies and has partners in other parts of the world. Made some significant bets or bets or other partners involved early early at Facebook. They've made other infrastructure bets or infrastructure optimization bets like Cloudera, Secure. Security, Perimeter X, things like that. So exciting, fun to be a part of. 150 million bucks is what they're deploying. Uh, again, writing you know Series A checks typically between one and 10 million bucks. Eva, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much. It's great.